This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we got that means we have Sarah. We have we have um, we have Dwayne, and now we also have Don Corleone. Would you please say I'm going to make I'm I'm going to make an offer he can't refuse. Say that. I'm going to make an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> that's that's Glenn. Forget about it. <laughs> so he listen today is supposed to be conspiracy friday for anybody listens to the friday podcast but we're going to do a special one tomorrow because charlotte had to go do her real job so we will get it done though i'm excited about the uh guy Fawkes is what we're going to be covering tomorrow and uh, and, and a little teaser on this thing it's it's going to be interesting because this is one of the times that the wilkerson's are going to disagree on how to interpret this event yes at, at least some of it and so um, I, I'm taking the minority view on this thing. Big Jim and I used to have the same discussions on Henry VIII and, and things that lead up to Guy Fawkes. Um, but we, Big Jim would get slobbering mad because, <laughs> <laughs> because, I, would, because I would take the other side. <laughs> but, you know, basically all the divorces of Henry VIII and that what goes on there. But anyway. We decided to do it tomorrow because Charlotte couldn't be here for the podcast, and she's covering a lot of these. There's there's a plot within a plot, and she needs to, she's going to lay that part out. So we'll do that tomorrow. But today we got a lot of things to discuss, and one of them Don Corleone was telling us about right before we came onto the podcast. Bezos is moving his headquarters from where to where. Now we promised you you wouldn't have to talk, and you're first. Okay, uh, he's moving from Seattle where they started, to uh, uh, Miami, because he's so, reportedly, he's sick of wokeness. And he also loves his parents. He loves his parents? Yeah, he loves his mom and dad a lot. Are they alive? Yeah. Because they're not voting. Oh, that's right, they're Democrats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're alive, and they're, I guess they're in Miami. So uh, he's, I guess he's giving that, that answer to some people. Is that I love my pa- my parents and Miami's really cool. Wow. Yeah. Well, behind the scenes, it's because Seattle, Washington has gotten to be a cesspool, and he can't take it anymore. His people are getting accosted on the way into work. What's that again? <laughs> people are getting accosted during work, so they're walking oh. into work, and gee. Yeah, I it's think it's really, really bad. Uh, who is that? Who is that blonde that um that that blonde reporter with Fox that um that Trump got into? Megyn Kelly is that it? Yeah. She had a she had a rant the other day where she's saying woke is dead. Didn't she go woke or something like that? She did something a few years ago that really angered everybody, right? She got into it with yeah. Trump. Oh, so that was it. Okay. <laughs> she had blood coming out of different parts of her body. He said. <laughs> oh <my God. 
<laughs> that's why she was questioning him so hard. So, so that leads up to it. it, it there's, there's been several uh, articles on the uh, in the right wing blogosphere on um, wokeness is dead. Is it dead? I know. I do know this. The 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 they didn't just it didn't just start whittling away. It started with Budweiser, I think. Budweiser just whoa. <laughs> Even I didn't expect it to be this long and this consistent. But it, it, that was that was that was a uh, that was definitely a a pushback on wokeness in a big big way. And then the same thing kind of has happened. Believe it or not, who would have ever thought that um, that Dove soap could be unwoked. <laughs> Dove soap, you know what they did, don't you? Mm-mm, Dove, no. Dove. All right, so in Virginia, this this big fat black lady, and there's no way to describe her but that ugly, does not take care of herself, does not try to make herself look nice. She accused a girl from the University of Virginia of some kind of racial slur or, or something to that effect, and it caused all kind of trouble where she had to um, somebody's making noise. So um, it caused all kind of trouble where she had to um, um, miss, you know, she was getting go get expelled and everything else. Well, it turned out that the girl was just totally lying mm-hmm. that the one she accused could have even been there at the time. So you would think, all right, now that big fat lady has been has been discredited, but yeah. no, Dove Soap gives her a, a influencing contract. Oh my god! And nobody's buying Dove Soap now. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's too bad. I bought like eight eighty. Pounds of Dove soap yesterday. I was just so excited. It was on the shelf for uh, a fraction of the price. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know that. Um, was it really on sale? You just make that No, up? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know anything about Dove soap. I haven't heard anything about that one. I've heard stuff about other, I guess, like woke things going on right now. Target. But, um, huh? Target. Nope. Okay. I guess mine are, mine are less mainstream. Yeah. I mean, like, like what I've, what I've probably been seeing has been, um, like how there's more like hottest woman of the year going to men, stuff like that. Um, and Dylan Mulvaney got some kind of award recently about like being some kind of woman of the year. Um, <laughs> and, and his response was some people don't even think that I'm a woman. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think you might be misinterpreting the, what they are saying when they say woke is dead. Mm-hmm. I, I think what they mean is the term has a negative connotation. They, it's it's not that they're um, people aren't woke. Yeah. It, 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 what's the other term we called it before it was woke? We said that they were they're progressive, politically correct. Oh, politically correct. Yeah. Yeah, politically correct. And then later it was another phrase that was uh, signaling something signaling. Oh, virtue signaling. Virtue signaling, yeah. yeah. So it was politically correct. Then the phrase was virtue signaling. Then the phrase was woke. Mm -hmm. And I think what they're complaining about is not that the virtue signaling is bad. It's that the term woke is a cuss word now. Well, I mean, that's what they do. It went from you you didn't want to be called liberal to progressive to Whatever, whatever word that we use to describe the Communist Party, which is the Democratic mm-hmm. Party, they will make us quit using it. That's the whole thing. 
Wait, so is what bit, but from what I was getting from like the beginning of this was that woke was dead and that people aren't accepting it. I thought that too. That's okay. what, that's what, yeah. meant, that's what Megan Kelly, Megan yeah. Kelly meant that, that people are getting tired of it because of what's what happened. And we, and this was predicted. I, I know by Sarah Hoyt, but there's been others who predicted it, that, that wokeness by definition is going to lead to canceling each other. You're even the people who, it's sort of like Stalin, you know, he had to kill people to kill because they knew who he killed. We had to kill those people. Well, this wokeness is killing people, mm-hmm. and you have to kill the killers. And, and after a while, it just it just keeps. Just a- have you all talked about the uh, the um, Snow White upset that happened? Because that's another like I guess example of woke being completely unacceptable. Like right. that that behavior is unacceptable, and people are willing to, um, I, I guess, like destroy something that's going to be woke. Yeah, I knew that it was going to, this was going to happen, that, that that wokeness would become uncool because it took me this many years and a, a book that my daughter gave me over Christmas. I finally got to it and I found out that I'm very sold Netflix transsexual. I'm a black Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I, that's what I identify as. Oh, okay. I'm a black Tinkerbell. Oh. I got a fairy soul. Nice. And Netflix transsexual means that I'm a different color from Tinkerbell. Oh, wow. What the heck? Yeah. And now I would add all kinds of benefits and money coming to me and, yeah. and, and influencing contracts. And now woke's not popular. Yeah. Right did, of, yeah and that, that really sucks. Like it was so you're so close to all the wealth and fame in the world that you could have wanted. And you you hit it at the tail end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn can picture me in Halloween as my black being a black. um. Tinkerbell. Well, if you notice, what was really strange is that Disney allowed the dude with the full mustache. Did he have a beard? He did. Dressed up in the bibbity bobbity boo uh-huh. fairy costume at Disneyland mm-hmm. and greet people coming into the attraction. And that got a big pushback. It was all over the media, both woke and non-woke media. And it got a big pushback. But you didn't hear Disney say anything. They didn't respond mm-hmm. in any way. They basically decided that it wasn't good to do that and remove that person from that position and just let it fade out in the news cycles over the next week or two. Yeah, what suck was that? That guy was my kindred spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Your best friend. Um, no, that, I guess like that's the weird part about all of this wokeness, too, is that um, you'll get a pushback. The company will try to take back everything they did, but now the person that they were promoting initially is in a, um, I guess, like in a spotlight. And if you make enough fuss about it, you can um, continue growing like Dylan Mulvaney has. Although somebody explained it. Um, I think it was Blair White. Do you all know about her? Yes. Yeah. Bla- okay. Blair White is a conservative um, transgender woman. So it was a male that turned a female. Um, she's been doing it for like a long time. And she is so convincing as a female that she, like, I call her she without even thinking. Um, like, I, I, there's the first time I ever watched one of her videos, I legitimately didn't think that was a man. I, like, I had to go back and figure out what was going on because, um, she like she apparently actually truly has gender dysmorphia, whatever it's called. 
And so most people, like a lot of people that they're pushing that onto these days, um, they probably don't have it, but it's just become the thing to do to diagnose kids with that. But she legit has it. And what did you say her name was Pat? No. Uh, Blair. no Blair. Blair. Blair White. Yeah. Is it white? Yeah, it's white. Um, so anyway, she, uh, she does not like Dylan Mulvaney at all. Um, like she saw it as this is a caricature of a woman and Dylan Mulvaney got so far into it that, um, couldn't stop. And, um, but she explained that she used to live in California or whatever, and that the people on the left don't actually see Dylan Mulvaney as a woman, like from her experience, um, they don't. They see Dylan Mulvaney as basically a little pet that um, they can use to gain popularity or whatever else. I mean, like whenever Dylan Mulvaney was on Drew Barrymore's show, it was so frustrating to see that where it was like it, it, it really did look like. Just, that was she got on her knees. and Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, but but that's what Blair White was explaining is that if you're actually in that atmosphere, you can like tell that they don't believe what they're saying, but they're going to keep on pushing it on people. And I know that's like pretty obvious, but it's still, um, it's frustrating to see it because whenever you do have something like Dylan Mulvaney happen, um, the left will continue supporting them in weird ways, even after. They're not scrutinizing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause now, you know, in the, in the Bible, when you're, when a widow was, there was a widow they couldn't give to the, the church couldn't give to that widow and they found out she really was needy mm-hmm. and in the, the woke if, if the left is going to celebrate wokeness they need to make sure that it's not lampooning because i'm with you one day you said that it was almost like mulvaney was lampooning um transvestites or whatever you call them nowadays. yeah yeah it's not really one mm-hmm. he's just lampooning it making capitalizing on it because mm-hmm. he's silly the way he was getting into the bathtub and all that stuff. You told me you watched all those videos. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, that is true. They're getting played by some people who, like the guy that was, that was a school teacher that put in those mammoth boobs mm-hmm. and was teaching school uh, with them. Yeah. yeah, but he wasn't real. He was, he, it, it, that's turning out that he's playing them too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, that, that's what's so concerning about all of this, though, is that. Um, again, you do have like certain people who are legitimately having a gender dysmorphia issue. Um, but, uh, the, like what I would say about that is, um, it's kind of like there, there's that dysmorphia or whatever, where you want to cut off your own body parts. Um, you all know about that? No. You, you, yeah. yeah like you, so there, there's, um, I think like the first documented case, this guy shows up to a doctor and threatens him. This is back like a long, long, long time ago, maybe like the 1800s or something. Um, he goes to a doctor, threatens to like kill the doctor if the doctor doesn't cut off his arm. And so the doctor cuts off his arm and um, a few months later, something the doctor got a letter thanking him, saying, you literally saved my life because I didn't, like I just knew that that arm was not mine. And so it's people who have this feeling that like some, some kind of like issue with the wiring happens whenever they're like being um i guess created in the wound and certain body parts might be like disconnected like it doesn't connect properly with like the whole system and so you just don't feel like it's yours and so that's an actual dysmorphia and um it's been likened to gender dysmorphia too dysmorphia yeah and um and how it's just 
wiring that's gone wrong. And that's something that we've known that has been happening. But um, instead of recognizing it's very few people that this is actually happening to, like it's a small amount. They've just turned it into like a, oh, it's everybody. Well, where those people belong is in the happy home where the birds and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers spent sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs all day. I'm going to disagree with that. But I do think that there's, um, I don't know, like it's it's frustrating to see like some, like an actual problem on like a medical issue being turned into um, well, everybody's transgender. I mean, like the fact that uh, if you Jamie Lee Curtis. Arm, you think your arm that you're born with connected to your body isn't your arm. You belong in the funny farm. I, but I, like, I, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't agree with that because I think that you can get help for it without, um, cause I mean, like, I feel like the, the guy who cut off, literally cut off his arm was just, well, he was a danger treated. to himself. Yeah. But he was not treated at the time. And so like, I would say that you try to go for treatment, especially for people who have gender dysmorphia because, um, take the M out. Okay, thank you. I knew that I was doing Dys, something. Dysphoria. Dysphoria. I was like, yeah, something's wrong with the way that I'm saying that, but I don't know what the actual word is. Thank you. I, I actually like the, the that word that you dysmorphia. That you that's, with the M. that sounds pretty cool. That's what it should be. It's dysmorphia. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, world, for a new word. Um. By the way, by the way, I got to say this that I've, I've decided that I want to try on occasion to do what Rush Limbaugh did and have a. a a broke most nerdy who could look stuff up behind mm -hmm. the scenes without a mic. <laughs> and we got Maddie here today who's going to be standing in our most nerdly. So, you know, pictures. We don't have uh, audience clapping yet because we haven't got Glenn's fancy uh, mixer yet. Mm -hmm. we would have, you would, there Someday. would be a... Yeah, like we'll have like a, a big like... Oops and so if you need her to look up anything, you just say, don't say most nerdly. You can call her Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh um, Yo, Bosnardly became rich doing it. Yeah, so maybe so I hear I hear you and I agree with you, Sarah, that there is people that are doing the not just trans, but all the different alphabet of the LGBTQ two S that have completely different unrelated motives mm -hmm. that hop into that world, that rainbow world. Are you, and are you accusing me of net being, I'm not really a fairy soul Netflix sexual. That's it. I'm accusing you. Oh, so wow. Sarah's Shots saying fired. that some people truly have a psychological disorder that has this dysphoria or it's a form of a delusion. Yeah. Or it, it, it also could be a slightly different flavor of a misunderstanding of definitions mm -hmm. is what one of the things that I propose is that when you try to say that there's this idyllic feminism and this idyllic um, masculinity and you hold those two gold standards up as to what the I ideal type of macho man and very feminine woman is, and a person compares the, themselves to that standard and says, well, wait a minute, I'm way on this analog scale away from it. I'm born a man or born a boy, and I'm way far away from this John Wayne, Clint Eastwood style machoism. I'm way over here. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I'm, I must be a woman that was yeah. born in the wrong body type. And I think that's so wrong because yep. – the way I walk, the way I hold my hands when I talk can be very different and mm -hmm. I can still be completely male. Yep. And so that's that's where this misunderstanding of the definition of what 
a biological man is versus how we conduct ourselves. Yeah, like they've expanded that that definition to include like um for for instance, there was somebody that I was watching um recently. I watch I watch a lot of transitioner videos uh like especially like the people on the right just because it's interesting. Do you have a confession you need to make? <laughs> anyway, um but people people on the left try to make it seem like um you have all of these people transitioning and it's all just a, a beautiful experience and um, nothing ever goes wrong. Like the, the uh, all of the medical people that are involved are doing it wonderfully. And that whenever we bring up these instances of kids getting double mastectomies and it going horribly wrong for them, well, that was just a one time incident and it's not common. Um, but there was one of them that was, it was pretty sad the other day. Uh, there was a, I can't remember the person's name, but they were transitioned. They started hormone blockers at age 12. And the, like this one, um, I call Blair White a girl. This one was a guy that turned into a girl, but um, he, like, it's not a, a she to me at this point because like, I just, I don't know, like I just didn't see it that way. But um, he put on, he's put on hormone blockers, but is now realizing like this entire time he's been trying to convince himself that he's a girl. And, um, whenever he was, I think around 18 or 19. Um, so because he was put on hormone blockers, he had a micro penis and, um, that because he had a micro penis, he couldn't do the typical bottom surgery for a male. And so they did this experimental surgery without really explaining to the parents and to the kid that it was an experimental surgery, but they basically said that this surgery will literally turn you into a woman like that's what the, the guy was told the entire time is that you're going to be told turned into a woman and um obviously that's not true at all and um got the bottom surgery it ended up being a disaster and um has has caused a ton of problems for this person and even though they were an adult whenever they got it um people are trying to say that you should be able to do that as a kid and um, if you don't, then you're going to commit suicide. But um, it was it was interesting hearing this person's story because for for that person's like entire almost entire life, like from the beginning of like understanding sexuality, they thought I'm literally going to be a woman. And it wasn't until recently that 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 person came to terms with like oh, I'm a man, and I don't even know if I was really um, I had gender dysmorphia. Wait, what is it? Dysmorphia. Dysphoria. Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Okay. Dys dysphoria. Um, they don't even know if they had it really because not a lot of effort was figured like put into figuring out if that was the problem or not. And um and they explained like it's like they're trying to get rid of effeminate gay males. Like that's really what it feels like is happening. Like if you have any kind of uh, female personality or like something that's not considered masculine. Well, I guess we just got to transition you. And it's terrifying because, um, not only are they wanting to do that to kids, but I mean, you think about it, it's kind of funny. Like it goes against all of their beliefs on like being anti-capitalist. Like these, these doctors are making a ton of money off of it. And so it makes sense that they would want to push it. Well, I thought the shocking thing was number one, more than three quarters of people who transition as kids mm. end up getting over their dysphoria and regretting the transition. Yep. Way more than half, mm -hmm. number one. And number two, the other shocking statistic is that when you get top and bottom surgeries at any age, 
You become a pharmaceutical and a surgical patient for life. Yes. It's not a one and done. Yeah. There, you have to constantly tweak with follow-up surgeries and constantly take meds. Yeah. So you become an addict. You become, you know, they give you, they give you the surgery, they give you the meds, and now you are a patient for life, and they have a revenue stream constantly mm-hmm. coming in. So it's a consumer abuse situation here. Yep. And like that's that's something that I've like heard from so many people is that um, if you're a male and you get bottom surgery. Um, you have to do like the whole dilation thing. And if you don't keep up with that, you're like, it, it leads to so many severe medical consequences. Like it's just an absolute nightmare. Um, and then it's the same thing for women who get top surgery where, um, I've heard of a lot of just disgusting complications from that. Um, and yeah, like that. And that's something that people have said that they weren't really warned about. I mean, like they brush over those things. So I guess like whenever you normally go into a procedure, um, the majority of the time it feels like it's going to be like, it, it's going to work about the same way it should. If you're like a normal person, you don't have any like other medical problems or anything. But, um, for these types of surgeries, they're so experimental that it's more likely that you're going to have complications, um, that are just like horrible to deal with. Um, so I don't know. I think a lot of the rainbow alphabet is also just in the class of novelty. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's cool. Let's try this. Yeah, it's exactly. Just the, the 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 thing to do for the day for attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, identity search, you know, because we all kind of go through a, a identity crisis sometime, transitioning to adulthood, mm-hmm. and I think that's what a lot of this is. Yep. I also remember. That if you were going to get surgery, you had to live as a woman in the hormones for a year. Is that used to? Oh no, that's no. gone. No, definitely not. I mean, like you can go, you can go get hormones immediately. You go into a place, say, "Hey, um, um, I have the. I don't even want to say the word anymore. Just dysphoria. I did it. Ha ha. You can say I have gender dysphoria, and um, immediately get some kind of hormones. Um. And with the bottom surgery, like I've heard a lot of people explain, it doesn't take long at all for that to get recommended. Yeah, because it's profitable for the people who do it. Exactly. Um, but again, it's it's just frustrating because whenever we talk about like whether woke is is dying out or whatever else, um, like it's it's kind of hard to gauge all of that because it, there's a lag. Mm-hmm. That's what I think we're in the lag. Yeah. There's still people acting on the old system while the new system is getting or the old system's getting mocked. I mean, uh, Elon Musk said that since South Park has done a whole, they did a whole uh, Cartman's Nightmare, you can go look it up, mm-hmm. where you know, they just, everything you could do about woke, they just teased it to death. And because that's happened, he says woke is on its way out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I, I, I want to move off this topic because it's not, I don't, it's, even if, even if it were something I were interested in, I could only handle it at small doses because it's disgusting to me. I'm just going to say that I disagree with most of what Sarah's saying. We know Sarah and I have agreed to disagree with this many, many times. Mm-hmm. I think it's a mental illness. And I think as long as we don't treat it as a mental illness, we're going to have these problems. They've got to get these people help. They're not females. I agree with that. They, they, that's, that's all it is. And so I think you, you got you to gotta get them in rubber rooms until they quit wanting to hurt themselves. I don't themselves. think that you have to put them in. Okay, unless they're like an immediate threat to themselves. I mean, like, yeah, if, 
Um, for people who want to cut off their own arms, that's like a completely separate thing. I would say that gender dys- dysphoria, dang it, um, gender dysphoria, they, uh, like, I don't think they're an immediate threat. They're an immediate threat to maybe put on a different type of clothes. But um, I, I would think that for them, they just need more, like, therapy outside of it. I don't think it's in the rubber room at all. They could be in there with other fairies. Mm. All right. Dysphoria is a psychiatric term. Yeah, but and I, I do understand that you could be, like, you, you get treatment for it. And that's what I do definitely think that they need to do. I don't think that. Right. Um, but, but I'm just saying that I don't think they need to be put in rubber rooms. I don't think they need to be institutionalized. So, um, something, let's go with something that's more pleasant to think about, you know, like sugar plums and things like that. Is Hamas going to attack in the United States? I was watching. Yes, I think so. I think they have cells here already. Is that it? That's the end of that conversation? Why do you think? No, it's just. Why do I think that? Because the open border. The fact that they actually have identified terrorists from Hamas who's come in and they say, I need asylum, and they let them in. Mm. Uh, That's what I think is going to happen. Now, is it when, how much, I don't know. You got a lot of parades coming up. The holidays are coming up. Oh, uh, why? Um, This is me coming like complete ignorance of this specific situation. Like, I know, I understand the whole Israel-Palestine conflict, but... Um, why would they come after the U.S.? Because their goal is to burn the tide so everybody will attack Israel and destroy it. Ah, interesting. Dwayne, what did you do with my notes? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I see them right now. Yeah, they disappeared on my side. And I do say this, that we need Maddie to be able to put whatever she finds up there. We'll figure that out. <laughs> um, you know, going back to that, um, I I do believe that they're going to attack. They that's what they do. Um, yeah, but they attack Israel. Well, well, no, no, we've had terrorists. We're the big Satan. They yeah. Oh yeah, they, they went after the gay gl- the gay dance club. And, that is true. And then there was one in California, another in New Mexico, and and then they were shooting at Walmart down in South Texas. Wait, that was Hamas? No, well, it was it was Islam terrorist. Oh. I mean, the, the thing is, there's some kind of, in my opinion, some big thing. And, you know, it's going to be at a, some mass gathering, and they're going to do something. Whether it be successful or not, I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, to me, that, that movie, um, Some of All Fears, where they went after the Super Bowl, <laughs> That's a good, good, a good, a good one right there because they've disarmed everybody. You have about fifteen security guards. But they're they're getting fat on a pension there, and they're walking around, and you start seeing people coming in on parasails and shooting up people. They're going to get a lot of them before you know they'll do it. They'll it's open air. There, that's always an option to get to them. Now, do they do anything special like fly military jets around the Super Bowl? I have no idea. I think if they did, they wouldn't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> it, could be, it could be something mundane. I mean, you think about um, 9-11. That was just a, a 
normal day for everybody. It didn't have to be a parade or anything like that. They were just able to figure out, hey, this is where a large group gathered. Yeah. Um, at once. Yeah. And, and um, planes are where you're on. And, and I feel like that also is honestly, from a terrorist perspective, that's more terrifying to know that you're just living your life doing something you have to do every day. And that's where they're targeting you. Like, you can't even escape from it. Like, oh, I can just not go to the Super Bowl this year because I'm scared of it. Or, um, uh, yeah, like, let's not do the parade. Well, no, well, the Super Bowl would be an easy target, all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, no, I do agree with that. Yeah. But, um, I think it's going to be one where people have gathered that we won't, you know, we won't know. We, in other words, it'll be a gathering we'd never expect. You would think that that's how they would orchestrate things. I mean, like that—that that would be a big, a big show to do it for something as big as the Super Bowl. But at the same time, I do feel like they have. Um, yeah, how many how many movies have we made that exact fairness? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. You know, Super Bowl. You know, it's kind of our. You know, the traditionally the been the busiest uh, watched thing. So yeah, that would have the most impact. Kind of techno, like, like what, te- what kind of technology has Hamas been like using? Has it been just like rockets and stuff? Or? They came down with parasail. They flew down. <laughs> oh yeah, that was terrible. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah that that was horrifying. But um, I don't know. Like it's interesting because in those areas, that's more of like where their base is. So it makes sense that they would have more um, equipment over there to do that kind of. Yeah, I think they'll get it. Think about this for a minute. You get a bunch of little drones. You see them in these big swarms. Mm-hmm. Somebody gets a bunch of those. They put fentanyl, you know, powdered fentanyl with a uh, explosive charge in it. I don't want to give ideas out here. But then shoot that in a big area. Um, fentanyl would overdose everybody there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a million ways to do it. But, I, but the, the, the big argument with that was, was just really bringing up is, is that you're starting to see a lot of people, including people in the Biden administration, saying that there's a pretty high likelihood that Hamas is going to attack the United States. And then there's the, you know, you got you go all the way onto the left, the right side of it with Gateway Pundit. And they're saying, look at all these military age young men crossing the border in Mexico to the United States and then disappearing, that those are Hamas, those are Hamas cells. I don't know for sure that's right. Definitely can't verify it. But all I can say is that it's a good time to be armed. Israel learned that lesson. As individuals, that's true. But I don't understand why the Biden administration doesn't tell Iran, we're going to hold you personally responsible since you stood up, raised your hand, and said that all these organizations are under your command when you basically said, if you go into Gaza, we will have all of these folks start attacking. I mean, that was pretty much admission right, right. that they're all under their control. Yeah. Also, why doesn't Israel say, okay, on, uh, I don't know, it's November 28th, we're going to kill all the Hamas leaders in your country, Qatar. So we know where they are. This is when we're going to do it. Uh, we're giving you warning. Uh, look, they're dead. There is no negotiation. That's what I think it could do. Well, one more thing for us to have fun to think about. Mm. Is Hamas coming to visit us? I think that there's less likely in the South. I think they work, work yeah. them way to a place where there's 
where they get here, they get holy crap. Yeah. These people have a lot of guns. I thought it was bad where I was from. I think that's what they say. <laughs> that is like again, like I have a friend, her dad, um her dad has like walls of guns and his own um <laughs> shooting range. So not really? just one random yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, Jim and I mean, uh, Doc and uh, Sarah want me to put a uh, a golf simulator into our my TV room at the house. Glenn wants me to put in a shooting range. You could do both. Yeah, right, I do. You could do both. <laughs> All right, I got a question. Were you guys the main shooter? Did he get a, a, a set of ear earphones that the CIA had control of and told him to go shoot people? In my opinion. In my opinion, the shooter is someone totally different from who they pinned it on. You know? In my opinion, they don't look anything alike. And why do we only have two pictures of the main shooter? And it doesn't look anything Pull like pictures of the main shooter. one that looks so heavily doctored and like AI created. The, you know, there's uh, a blue-black background and very, very mundane. You know, if you do any type of uh, photography, you know, manipulation with software, you know, you put it on a neutral background so you can manipulate it. And those are the only two pictures in this age where everybody says, yeah, he was something wrong with him. And no one has any other pictures. Well, let's start with this. How did he, how did he, how did he, um, how did he uh, get it? How did he do his job? What, or tell me what, what's the report from the news? What happened? The main shooter? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is mine. Go ahead, Dwayne. You go ahead. Supposedly, the backstory on this guy is that he was already delusional and paranoid, and his folks in his reserve um, unit knew that and were reporting it, and that's why he got sent on two weeks of of, um, psychological evaluation. And they said that his weapons needed to be taken away. He needed to be taken off of the active duty. And other people around him were saying that he was recently dating a woman that had two um, younger daughters, minor daughters, and that he was seen like at the bowling alley with them taking them out. And he had this paranoia that come up that he thought people at the bowling alley were saying that he was a pedophile mm. that he was seen with these girls that were not his own and that he was a pedophile and he just knew people were talking about him and saying stuff online and that paranoia just went chaotic also at the grill too so we didn't get much detail as to why they thought that but they're saying that that was the genesis of why he attacked those two facilities and why he was willing to also kill himself is he thought his reputation was being completely ruined unfairly. Um, and it was just delusional. So right. Completely delusional. I got you. I got you. Someone who should have really been in a rubber yeah. room. All right. Story. Yeah. All right. Now let's go, let's go. She did. She, we found the, the, the pictures on, on Maddie's computer. Um, and it does look like that mugshot looking one doesn't look anything like the guy. That was doing the, you know, it was pictured in the security videos. It looks different, and and Glenn, I see at least seven pictures of him. Um, 
But yeah, no, there's two judicial weapons that keep releasing them, those two. Right, right. And right. and and so but they do look different, don't you agree, Maddie? One of them's got kind of longer hair. It doesn't have it's, it's a different a different shape. Yeah, but how do they get that mugshot face thing? Because it could have been at different times. I mean, like the the. Yeah, but look at the look at the shape of the head. It doesn't look the same. That is true, and it looks okay, like. Now, now think about this too. He made plans to escape. Why? Because he was going to off himself. And his boat's okay. missing. Which doesn't you make say? any sense. Yeah. And he, and he has his boat. He had a way out with a car. They found. But they haven't found the boat yet. Really? They haven't found the boat? Yeah, that's okay, kind of strange. Now, think about this. They signed him in a, a container near a dumpster. Uh, he, I, ki- he killed himself. He in- daily a dumpster, but you don't really go through it. So it's more likely they'll find it. And if I was going to do the perfect crime on this, I would find a guy who was a little delusional that had these reports, right? Then I would go and I would get uh, my my stuff figured out. I Van Dwayne, he's looks like me. Glenn, Glenn, so, I need to ask a question. I need to ask a question because this, this is important to me. Did you say that the official story is he committed suicide? Yeah, he did. Wait, he committed yes. suicide in a dumpster? In a container, storage container near a dumpster. There was many, many containers. This is like a big junkyard recycling yard, and they had a lot of containers. And for some reason, the people there were doing their due diligence and looking through the yard and looking through all these containers, and they found them in one. Okay, so he wasn't in a garbage dump. He wasn't no. He's but he was by the dumpster. Now think about it for a minute. He's by a dumpster, so you're going there every day, and you're seeing this place. It sure smells, right? But it's the container next to it that has the smell coming out. That's what I thought they saw, why they found it. Hmm. I saw a story that they were doing their their part, and the owner of the place just had his people check everywhere because there was a lot of places to hide there, and it was within that area that they were looking. So they were just looking through the whole yard to see if they could find them. All right. So, <laughs> and how do we know he had an escape plan? We know it because of where they found the car he used to do the deed. Okay, which was by his boat, which was missing, and was by another road where reportedly there was a car stashed that he would drive away. Hmm. That's the speculation. Now, that doesn't make sense that I'm trying to get away if I'm going to off myself. Well, you know, but let me tell you this little interesting thing. When it, You know how I am about these types of things when they first happen. I almost ignore them because you get a lot of false stuff and, you know, you don't really know where it's going. So I kind of I kind of just say, okay, it's out there. Follow it, but follow it loosely. But I do remember uh, the day that it happened, maybe the next day. But I think it was the same day. Um, One of the and I'm sure it's probably Gateway Pundit because they'll put anything on there, um, said that the police were chasing him while he was in his boat. That turns out to be false. Matt, are you looking this up? You should look that up. That's a good you idea. You should be an expert by right. now. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, yeah I, knew that. That, I knew that you were. Uh, I, I knew either, you were researching something. So I was like, I wonder if that's what she's checking into. They do bring up the boat. I remember that that he had a boat and it was missing, and that's where they think he went. Why was the boat being missing if he 
didn't have a plan to escape. Yeah, I had no reason to make that up and had no reason to know anything about a boat. You know what I'm saying? So I was completely yeah, that was it so so the boat has been a theory from the beginning. You know. I see it. But they still haven't found it. Well Yeah, the Glenn's theory is that the guy in the in the storage uh, bin is not is not the killer. Yeah. That's and he was there for a while. This is a setup. That that's interesting. I mean, it really is. Um, it, it's and, and the other thing I'll say, just if someone knows a lot about these statistics, it's almost rare that a mass shooting is committed with a, with a rifle at all. They're almost always committed with handguns, and uh, because they're easy to conceal and shoot a lot. Now, there's only been a few in the last few years that have gotten high profiles because they have the big, scary black gun, AR-15. And this guy has an AR-15, and they have a good video showing him doing the deed. That, that, why, why all of a sudden AR-15s? Because they want to get rid of them. Um, that's my opinion. Maddie, Maddie found, uh, I, like okay, what was up with the um with the recycle center? Do we know that's where his body is found? And um, that's where he lived. That's mean, where he lived. Oh, that's where he worked. Okay, because they they apparently searched it twice, and the first time they searched it, it was cleared, and then they found it inside of a trailer. So it wasn't like a bin; it was in a, a some kind of trailer. Yeah, it was a it was one of those containers where they keep scrap. You know, yeah, they make you know they they sold they they look like a railroad car. You mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, because I was still imagining like more like a dumpster kind of thing. Yeah, of, it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I was too. Until today, I thought that's what Glenn was saying. It was a trash dump. Mm-hmm. Trash dump. No. That, that, to me, that would be a, a bad way to commit suicide. I'm going to get in here and I'm going to kill myself. So it's easy to clean up. Yeah, that's, uh, that would make yeah, more sense. Yeah, well, also, you know, we don't know anything about was there a bullet? How was he killed? I mean, it said bullet wounds, but where were they? How was it self inflicted? You know, it could have been. I mean, if I'm setting it up, I could. But, uh, you know, to me, it's uh, it's fishy as hell. The whole thing. Uh, let's see. I'm trying. If, mm-hmm. if you find out that he was extreme MAGA, the guy who supposedly did it, and he had all sorts of ties to Donald Trump and all of us doing I guarantee you that's a CIA op. I don't think anybody's going to argue with you about that. Um, so, you know, it's just following this path that seems to me to be trying to direct us. And then just before the election, oh, we found all this stuff is altered where he has Donald Trump's figure, you know, that he worshiped to or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out the whole boat situation because that is weird. But I mean, if this guy has mental health problems, okay, like let's 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 assume this is real for a second. Um, if this guy has mental health problems, I wouldn't be surprised that he would plan an escape, but also be so crazy that he loses it and kills himself at his work. Like that yeah, wouldn't. I mean, that's uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. It's, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's Friday. Uh huh. That guy. I was going with a conspiracy. Oh no, no, no! I do. I know. Like I'm saying that y'all, y'all aren't, y'all are not doing the conspiracy right now. The conspiracy is that he actually did it. Um, you're just telling the truth, and so I'm trying to go along with Conspiracy Friday right now. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, you know, I do 
know they have the capability to have people who are uh, half bubble off center to either hypnotize or have them set up to do crazy things. They have that ability. MK Ultra. And if you think our government won't do it, then you are the one who is belongs in La La Land. Yeah. So so the you have to every time something like this happens, I think that that we are supposed to as citizens, all of us dissect this thing. And this this let's take it take the idea that could this have been one of those times that the government was manipulating a a poor soul to do something really that he, he wasn't going to do that they had it was going to take somebody with better skills. What kind of gun skills did this guy have? You know, if you gave me a gun and told me to kill a bunch of people in, all, in, in a crowd, I might get to. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know how to reload or anything. Well, if you had a rifle, and you knew anything about a rifle, I mean, there's there's an axiom in a lot of the, uh, you know, if you if you talk to guys who actually do gun battles, been through, um, one of them is I use my pistol to get to my rifle. Uh, so, in other words, you have a pistol so you can fight your way to your rifle because the rifle is very much more effective. And so, if you have a rifle and there's a massive crowd, pulling the trigger a hundred times, you know, 40, 50 times real fast, even without any modifications, you could lay down a lot of lead and probably get a few people for sure. Mm. With no skills. But I think this guy, if he owned an AR, probably knew how to use it. Wow. Well, what do you think, Dwayne? I I really um, can't contribute to the conspiracy part of it because everything that I've heard sounded plausible so far. And I just don't see the CIA taking out a bunch of innocent Americans. Our ruling class is trash, and they're criminals. I, I think it's more believable that Bezos wants to move to Florida because he wants to decrease his him and his employees' tax, personal income tax burden, <laughs> and they want to they want to move a bunch of woke people to Florida to vote and try to change it more blue. That's conspiracy. Oh yeah, I like that one. That's a good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I, I want to finish that thought, though, Dwayne. I really do believe that we are underestimating the evilness of our government. I think that I hope you're wrong. Yeah, you might be right. I think that if, um, you know, there, there's been like a lot of uh, dictators that become paranoid about losing power. Right. And so you'll see this one guy who has all this control and he's not willing to. Uh, give it up and he will start murdering anybody who he perceives as a potential threat, including his colleagues, eventually. Um, I think that as far as the CIA goes, I mean, like, I don't know exactly what this mentality would be, but it could be something along the same lines of we have a lot of important secrets or information or whatever to keep under wraps. And that's this is what this is what's keeping the country going, and for the good of our country, we have to do literally anything to protect certain things, like certain uh, secrets, or keep the country moving in a certain direction. Um, and so, 
I could see something similar with uh with like a group like the CIA or something like that. Yeah, and, and uh, but I want you to, I want you to think of this: Republicans were asked to censor that that woman Taleb or whatever her name is from Minnesota, Talib, and she has said horrible things about Israelis in, in support of Hamas. We couldn't even get a Republican-controlled House of Representatives to censor her. We are trash. We are evil. We are bad people. Look at that video again. You don't have to watch all of it. You just start a few minutes, even seconds of it. Your stomach will turn. You will want to vomit. You will say this is the most horrible human beings in the world. If she can't say, I'm Islam, I don't support that branch of Islam. If she can't say that, if she can say that the Israelis are the aggressors, if she can go and say these things, and we can't get the Republican House to censor her, we are as evil as Hamas. Yeah, there's something up with the 20 that, that voted to kill the bill to censor her. I, I don't get that at all. That, that yeah. really gave me the reds. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it makes me know that I can't pray for our government except for it to fall. I don't. I don't know what to say. They're 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 that rotten. They're yeah. that rotten. Mm-hmm. They're that evil. They're, they we we have that. You know, one time I went to Washington D.C. The last time I've been four times, but the last time I went, I could feel the evil. You can almost feel it. It's almost like it's one of those movies where a demon jumps in you. It's it's horrible people. Horrible, 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 horrible people. And I'm gonna tell you something. I was disappointed. Our new um our new speaker of the house. Mike's Thomas, Mike's Mike's Johnson, Mike Johnson. He yeah. he voted absent. That's just as that's just as as a, 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 a wet rag is is the ones who voted for to, against censoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, that to me, I'm telling you guys, that's that is evil. We are evil. That should have been censored. That that should have been a no brainer. Hamas is evil. We should be a hundred percent behind Israel here. There shouldn't even be an, it shouldn't even be close. That's something that really confused me because like, I guess like, okay, I guess it really didn't confuse me because I was, I was shocked that so many people were so supportive of Israel at first because people really don't like Israel. They really don't don't. at all. And so it was interesting seeing so much support for Israel afterwards. And I was thinking something's about to tilt it over. And um, then you can see people like that you got the pro-palestine protests like somewhere that was going on and um like there was uh, like i've seen a lot more people who are now coming out against israel for defending itself um i mean like they literally had like women and children just killed and raped and murdered oh, like it beyond was, anything i ever said yes and so and it's just like how dare you defend yourself is what these people seem to be saying to israel and um and trying to say that Israel's the one that's committing genocide and all that, like it's just it's insane. Look, this is as bad as what Hitler and Stalin did. And I didn't think I would ever see that. Mm-hmm. But it's as bad as what Hitler and Stalin did. And Stalin made Hitler look like a novice. I think it's weird too because we can actually see it. Yes, they videoed it. They wanted us to see it. Yeah, you can. They wanted us to see it. Mm-hmm. And it is do- it is showing you how many evil people live in this country. They're evil. Like you, if you don't condemn this, you are evil. Like, you're a part of the problem. You're literally like because I mean, like I think nowadays we like to think, oh, well, we can see it easily. We can tell immediately whenever something bad is happening like this. But we actually have it 
on film knowing the atrocities that that went down and um and people are still uh against these victims in the spirit of conspiracy friday let me paint this picture oh geez okay so the gaza strip palestinian territory those are arabs and from what i understand the majority of those palestinians they have names i think it's last names that that end in traditional different arab tribal type names and so you can go and ask people their name their full name and when they give it to you most of them will give you a name that you can decipher into mm -hmm. oh your family comes from egypt yeah. oh your family comes from saudi arabia Oh, your family comes from Syria, mm -hmm. and you can trace back their origins based upon their names. They're all Arabs from spread all over the Middle East, mm -hmm. and they and they came for various reasons. But some of them came for work; and they wanted to better their lives. And because of the way that the whole thing played out, and the state of Israel was formed, and the wars and everything, they've got squashed into those areas where they. You understand why and the rightness and wrongness, the ethics of all of that. Forget all that. But let's just say all that happened and we're not going to form a judgment on it just yet. How is the genesis of that different than what the Biden administration has done with letting seven plus million people in here that they have no freaking idea how to vet these people because a lot of them come from governments that do not cooperate or do not have records. Mm -hmm. And they have gave them free reign to go into the interior of the country. And what's going to happen later on when the pendulum of the uh, political control goes the other direction and these people are rounded up and pushed into an area that becomes a new Palestine? In the United States, and we start this same thing that Israel has had a problem with over there. Where none of the Arab nations want to take these people back. Egypt says, "Hell no, I don't want any of these folks in here mm -hmm. back in our country, even if their ancestry came from Egypt." Yeah. So, so what? What's going to happen if we're duplicating a si similar situation for America oh, as Israel's happened to yeah. deal with right now? Well, they, but I do want. Why don't the Arab countries take the Palestinian refugees? They don't want them because they're infected. Yeah, mind virus. Right. Yes. Right. That they're they're scary. They're dangerous and drugged. The um right. the in uh, in Dwayne, you make a point, and I was trying to make that point earlier. With the, that's what I was hoping would raise it. I knew I could get to where I was trying to get to with this, within the podcast. The, the, I don't think that this open border is anything but an intent to do just what you said. I really truly, truly believe that our government right now is, is so infested with evil that they're willing to allow people to come in and be terrorists. That's how bad I think this, this administration is. They're that evil. They're that evil. They, they, it's a feature. It's not a flaw. Just to get into that real quick, I'm going to jump back in with the, uh, that name, Robert Card guy. Um, He's the main shooter? Yeah, the main shooter. Uh, with an E. Yeah. He's the main shooter. Yeah. That's funny. She looks like 
It was amazing. <laughs> like bad puns. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, That's the other thing. Why did we do it in Maine? Maddie, Maddie did her job and um, saw that he was in the Army Reserve. So he, okay. he would have had to have some experience with shooting. But again, um, if you want to go into like it was still the government that did it. Well, they have the best access to like those kind of records um, to any kind of mental health records or whatever. So all you have to do is go through and find out who has mental health problems and then say, well, that guy, he would have the expertise of shooting and, or like a good, be a good enough shooter to get this done. And then also, um, he has enough mental health problems that this plausible. Okay. I, I agree. I, I, I mean, I, I get this. First of all, we're not going to know yeah. right anytime soon. Anyway, let's suppose that the CIA or, or FBI did do this. I, I, I'm going to say this. My dad's theory has always been on conspiracies. Pick the thing most likely, and that's probably it. That's why it's most likely. But that doesn't mean you don't investigate them because it may change who's most likely. Mm-hmm. All right, you got to you got to run them down. I think that all of Lynn's questions should be answered. Mm-hmm. I think somebody should answer every single one of them. I agree with Dwayne. In all probability, this was just a coup. In all probability, that's what this was. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as convinced. I'm not. I just. I, I will not put anything past this government. Period. I will not put anything past them. I think there is. We still don't have the Nashville Transshooters Manifesto. That's it. Why haven't they let that do? Because it probably points out one of two things. It's against the narrative. And he was trying to kill uh, Republicans because he was a Democratic operative or something. He, she was one of those he, she's, right? The one that was he, she. I I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think that was a he, she, a she, a she dressed as a he. Yep. Which is all along. I said they belong in the funny farm. I don't think that all of them are dangerous. Like no, well, you don't know. But I, I would think that I would think that the the majority of the the okay, there's a ton of people who are identifying as the opposite sex right now, and the vast majority of them are not doing anything like this. They're just making TikTok videos about how they got misgendered and they're crying about it. Um, I don't think that that's a danger to others. I would I would put if I, I, okay, if was, I get it. I get you. I get you. You're, you know what I'm saying? I understand. I think everybody gets your point. Okay. I, there's some other things I want to cover. What are you looking up, Maddie? Water. Oh, yeah. There's there's no excuse for it, really. You're not going to find it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not been released. If you do, then you're hired. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we only got a We're few minutes left. We only got a few minutes left. I've got to uh, I've got to make this point, this, and Glenn is going to just he loves this kind of stuff. So Elon Musk has now over 50% of the active satellites in the air. I, Maddie looked it up because I, I saw something that made me want to ask that question. There's 7,300 7, active satellites or, you know, approximately. And he has over 360,000. He's 3,360. So he's, ha- he's over half of the um, satellites. Now, that's getting close to a monopoly. When is it? Are they going to start trying to shut him down? I don't know. I think right now, now it's too late. Right now he's usable. So they've been allowing him to move forward, <laughs> but they already know he is the type of person at the helm that they don't want. eventually. So I think they're going to let him do the work, get it all up, get everything proven, get his secret sauce down on paper. And then somehow remove him from being in charge of that company. Yeah, I agree. And that somehow remove is scary. 
I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, moves could be could be assassination, or it could be that for him and Trump. That's yeah, here. yeah, yeah. And again, that's the only he, thing left for Trump. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it. Everything they do to him makes him stronger. Yeah, and now they're floating out this idea that well, he's almost as old as Biden. You know, you see that in the papers now. Yeah. We'll get rid of ours if you'll get rid of yours. <laughs> but no, that's that. I that has got to be on the minds of the evil Doctor Evils that run our government. That 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 this, that this free enterprise guy is just kicking our booty. Um, the um, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from there. But when I when I, I saw a headline that made me think that might be what the case was, and, and she's got the numbers here, and it is over half of them now, and. I know that they shut down um, Standard Oil for less. They yeah. didn't, he, they weren't controlling half yet. Um, you know, I guess if you consider what they were doing with along with the railroads and whatnot, they were they were doing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Standard Oil had some issues. Let's just put it that way. Um, as far as the way they, you know, some stuff they did to their workers, as I understand it. Well, I mean, that, that, that's 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 not caused by monopoly. You get into a completely different thing. I'm going to say I'm going through that book a second time. And this book is not written pro oil or pro Exxon at all, or at the time as a standard oil. Um, but I, I don't see they did anything wrong. They were smart enough to say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to sell kerosene in a certain color can. So, you know, it's not going to blow up on you when you put it in your, in your yeah, uh, and they and they yeah. were selling more than everybody else, so they started getting better deals with the Vanderbilts on the trains. And then when the Vanderbilts got too powerful, then they powerful, then they started putting pipelines. They, they were just better than everybody else. And I think you should get rewarded, just like I think that that Starlink. By the way, Starlink's going to start positive cash flow next year. I I think the um, Standard Oil isn't the best parallel to Starlink. I think if you look at the AT&T divestiture, that is more almost identical per, uh, track of what you see. Well, I, don't know about, I, I, I get it. I get it. I really do. I get it. I, and I, was, I wasn't I was there for the breakup of, of, of SO, but I was there for the breakup of Ma Bell. And I will tell you that when, when the government quit um, giving Ma Bell a um, monopoly because what happened was they were they were being protected and you had to buy the complete system I mean all the way from the the the, the heads of the get the uh, headset they didn't have headsets the little phone set yeah and you know and, 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 and these two in here that were not here for the telephones back then one of the funniest things in that if, if murderers are killing someone's funny in in um um, once upon a time in Hollywood, it was the solidity of that that telephone. Mm-hmm. He was banging his head, her head on that telephone. That telephone didn't even budge. It didn't move. <laughs> it, it killed her. Yeah. <laughs> slamming her head against. Have you seen his... that movie? Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, at the end, he takes that redhead, whatever her name was, and he starts. I guess that would have been Kasabian. He starts. He starts slamming her head into that telephone well that's you had to buy those or at first you, had, you couldn't even buy them you had to rent them really? well they well they they the government finally said no you don't get a monopoly 
uh, anymore. And so you could buy your own at Walmart or Kmart or wherever it was open at the time. To me, that's what started breaking it up. Mm-hmm. And then they lost a lawsuit by um, this uh, trucking company had tried to had created a competing um, company. And, and that's what ends up being Sprint. I think that's right. Sprint was some other little company. Long and short of it is, I agree with you, Dwayne. It's closer in this regard. If I, if you want to, I'll tell you what's your theory. Go ahead and say it. I think I'm going to agree with you. How are they parallel? They're parallel because number one, they're telecom. It's information services. Correct. And so one could make the argument that the Starlink satellites are not the same as all the other satellites. Most of the other telecom satellites up there. Not counting the government and spook satellites, but the, the regular commercial satellites that are for lease that offer services singular. Um, they're mostly geosynchronous and they're up there long term. So they're in a complete, they're an apple and he's got oranges. These are temporary basketballs that only have four to five years life that plop out and burn up and he puts more up. So they're, uh, they're more expendable. Right. They're they're the they're the paper cups, the paper plates, as opposed to fine china. Well, the, the, and so you so you, so the numbers that you threw out at first of well, he owns more satellites as a percentage of all the ones that are up could kind of be debunked real quick in court with the opening argument. I think. I think what the argument would be is his internet services that he provides is right now monopoly even though there's two other companies on his heels that are just having a hard time getting off the ground literally figuratively because because his ownership of (laughs) spacex and being able to put his own satellites up for below wholesale price is part of the whole monopoly argument against him so it would be if you we will go back to the standard oil analogy they were transporting those kerosene cans on Vanderbilt trains. And Vanderbilt was giving them huge discounts over anybody that was trying to compete with Standard Oil. Well, this is even worse. Standard Oil owned the railroads. (laughs) (laughs) But also Standard Oil built the railroad and Standard Oil built the tracks and Standard Oil bought all the land. That's <laughs> well, you do know that I have a great, great, great grandfather um, who was responsible for laying or for, for uh, um, doing the landman work. What do you call that? Surveying the land from, um, I guess it would have been Kansas. Where does that where does that railroad that goes through Colorado through that pass? Huh? Kansas Pacific. Is that it? I do. I knew though this. I do know this that they got that he, but that my grandfather, great 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 grandfather, is the one who figured out how to get trains through the, the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. And you can still go by there if you're going to um, to um, you the know narrow gauge railroad that a lot of people take. Yep, that's about? the one. He figured that out. Anyway, he knew where the tracks were going long before the surveyors got there. And he bought some land along there. Very good. <laughs> and now that would be considered insider trade. <laughs> but it wasn't that time. Now we don't. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, his his intellect apparently passed down because I got that. 
But um, not even money. <laughs> <laughs> so I, good analysis, Dwayne. I, I, I'm sorry I interrupted. I should have let you go with it. I, I, I do think it's very similar. I don't think either one of them should have been broken up. I think that I think that that I will tell you this. Um, when AT and T puts in lines back in the old days, those telephone lines, they were given a monopoly by the government, so you wouldn't have five different lines going through there, five different telephone companies. So I couldn't have one company and you have another in the same neighborhood because they would only have one line, right? Well, the government said we're giving you that monopoly, but we're no longer giving it to you. You just you just get it from the house to your system and that's it. And then inside the house, that's the owner. And the owner could buy their own phones at that point. And and then man, the technology went just crazy. Almost immediately it went to to where you could um have two lines and you could you could um, put people on hold you could um then you got wireless all that happened after they broke up that monopoly of AT&T and said we're not giving you a government mandated monopoly and then the next thing you know we have cell phones almost immediately it, 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 that, that they they could not maintain that monopoly without the government requiring it does that make sense mm-hmm. yep well i think the same thing here i think as long as he's given us very very good Cover, and, and and it's amazing. When I first got Starlink, Dwayne put it in for me, um, and it was good. It was so much better than what we had. I was doing a, a very weak cell system uh, link is all I had out there. But it would it would be times where it would go out for a few, you know, 15, 20 seconds, maybe even a minute. Not anymore. I mean, that thing gets locked into another one. Almost You'd almost have to have bad luck now to hit one yeah, of those. Yeah, he's got double the satellites today that he had first installment it's an amazing service it's amazing it is funny i remember whenever you first moved out there uh people were saying it's impossible to have any kind of internet right yeah Yeah, i was told you're gonna be living without internet so it was worth it but now i've got internet Mm -hmm. too well look we are past our time by three minutes i uh we we we, i hope that you will listen to our our conspiracy friday podcast tomorrow because i think we're looking forward to doing it it's going to be guy fault we're going to do it on saturday but we're going to still call it conspiracy friday and big jim's got to be the announcer on it because big jim and i have argued over henry the eighth it was so funny he would get spitting mad i mean (laughs) he would get so mad that i would defend henry the eighth and i still do i'm in a minority Hardly anybody will defend him with all those divorces, but I do. I would not defend him either, so that would be a fun little. Oh no, I, this our family's going to disagree. Yeah, In fact, Charlotte, Charlotte tried to say today that I that I said all oh, the Episcopals started off in the wrong foot just because of those divorces. And I said I never said that. You got that from Big Jim. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's that's going to be an interesting take. I'm not a fan of him drinking. Well, well, the fun part of it is is that I know I'm in the minority, mm-hmm. so I expect everybody to be hammering at me tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that's, that's going to be exciting then. Uh, it was kind of fun today. We, we had various, like multiple conspiracies. So, um, there's just little, little pockets of them. So that was, that was fun. Enjoyed it guys. Uh, is it now listen, is there any conspiracies going on at Houghton? There is a conspiracy. Here's the conspiracy that you shouldn't stop at the Houghton PJs because <laughs> They don't have delicious coffee. <laughs> they don't have uh, wonderful pastries, breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, zap chips, all natural Red Bull or boosted tea. That's the conspiracy. And I can tell you 100% it's a false hood. 
Yes, they do have wonderful coffee, pastries, and sandwiches. And in an environment you just can't believe, it's great. Let me, you can't get off it without saying that that PJ's is making an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> you yeah, PJ's is making an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a special podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.